0: uh i'm gonna do the intro and then i'll ask you a bunch of dumb questions and then we'll be through
1: cool those are my favorite kind
0: the only ones i have (laughs) (laughs) even better welcome to checking out the competition buffalo sabers and we are joined by one of my favorite checking out the competition people joe yarden joe how are you doing
1: kelly i'm just dandy. It's um we already had snow today. Uh perfect timing for bike. I heard that. Mm-hmm. I think that it maxed rules. at like thirty-seven degrees today, so that was cool. Um It's actually a little bit behind schedule, to be honest with you. Um, But yeah, we got that reminder of, oh, right, we live in Buffalo. (laughs) That's right. I forgot we did that because it was like 75 degrees last week. And I was like, what is this crap? Get (laughs) out of here. It's October already, please. So I really uh, need to move north. (laughs) I mean, if this is the weather you seek, then we get it, you know, usually sooner than you know, right before Halloween. So, yeah. We
0: don't really have winter anymore here.
1: Oh, well, that I think that's a world thing. Yeah, Where I know. It this. It seems to
0: be. So the only solution, if you yeah. would like to have a winter, is just to simply move north.
1: Well, I mean... I did
0: try. <laughs> <It>
1: didn't work. <laughs> we keep getting called, like, a, a future climate haven, which I just, you know, I'm like, that's a very dystopian phrase to use about anything. But,
0: that and also, you guys are going to like fucking rule the world with the fresh water you've got up there.
1: (laughs) That's right. Uh, Until, you know, somebody decides they want to like, put like a, like a, you know, a pollution dump plant next to like all the rivers and lakes and say like, oh this is the place where you put these things. This is, uh, you know, (laughs) it's just uh, nature at work. And yeah, then we don't have any clean water anymore. and You know, that's all our thing, Kelly. But, but yeah, I mean, this
0: shows off to a great start.
1: Yeah, doom. (laughs) Nothing. Doom doom. and weather, which is what
0: people tune into a hockey podcast for.
1: I mean, honestly, it's 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 hockey involving the cities of Buffalo and Philadelphia. You're lucky we're we're even, you know, having fun talking about. uh, That's
0: very fair. So just
1: be mean, nasty words, and just being like, "I hate everything" constantly. So, and we're not. That's not how we roll.
0: No, not here at BroadStreetHockey.com. no nor bastions of positivity
1: yeah it's <laughs> i mean i mean, i mean listen you guys are doing doing well to start the season so uh, uh yeah. which i don't quite understand a lot of what's happening the whole morgan frost thing i'm just kind of like i was like wait you're winning and you're one of your best players not playing
0: like but you know i'm
1: fascinated by your two best players came back after not playing for like the last like decade so
0: yeah I'm, I'm very interested that someone from outside of this bubble that I live inside referred to Morgan Frost as one of our best players. That's very interesting was, to me.
1: He was pretty good last year. I mean, I know nothing was good last year, but he was pretty good. He was good
0: pretty good. Yeah, last, the back half of the season, he was pretty good.
1: Oh, so it was just like a two-month sampling, three-month sampler window where he was good. So, and...
0: The last 55 games of the season.
1: Hmm. Okay, well, that's a pretty good half a season for. Yeah, it's not know, bad. I guess I don't know. Like Owen, it was the good time
0: before too. So.
1: Oh. Okay. Well. All
0: right. Let's talk about the stupid Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> <laughs> so since
1: you're like enough of my dumb team, let's talk about. Yeah, your country. I
0: talk about them all the time. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Let's talk about the Sabers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as I always like to do, the first time we play a team in a season, I would like for you to run down. Anything interesting that happened over the summer for the Buffalo Sabres?
1: Well, uh, apparently they drafted the steal of the draft, uh, 13th overall with Zach Benson, uh, who everybody was like, how the hell did this guy fall? to 13th overall, did everybody fall asleep before this? And I I was there in Nashville and I looked, nobody was sleeping. Mm. Uh, Mostly because people were still either up Still from partying the night before or getting ready to party that night mm. afterwards and then continue partying the entire weekend. So there, it, it, Nashville is Vegas of the East, but with country music and a lot of humidity, which uh not a fan.
0: I was going to say none of that sounds appealing to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's, I I love Nashville. I I love it. I think it's a great it's a great city. It's a great market for hockey. The fans there are freaking great. I love it. Um but being there the being there at the the ass crack of June, beginning of July, no. No. Uh, no I I was very happy to be indoors as much as possible. I'm an indoor kid anyways, Kelly, so <laughs> the whole like, hey, go outside. It's 95 and sweltering. I'm like can I not nah. do that? Anyway, the uh the but the Sabres drafted um Zach Benson, who uh just happened to be teammates with their 2022 first round draft pick, Matt Savoy. Um, and somehow people weren't going to watch him in Winnipeg, I guess. I, I hear
0: they, they don't have an airport. Maybe that's why.
1: That's Probably a contributing factor. Like yeah. whoever the Saber Scout was that was up there for Matt Savoy was kind of like, Well, I live here now. So <laughs> um I guess I'll just scout this team. I don't know. Uh which worked out good because Zach Benson was his teammate and was the third leading scorer in the WHL. Huh. One of those guys, I don't know who the two people ahead of him, one of them I don't know who he is, and then the other one was Connor Bedard. So Seems like a guy that would have been on many radars, I would have thought. You would think. Like, you know, I, I, listen, I'm not a scout. I'm not going to try to pretend to want, be one on a podcast. Um, but it would seem to me that Zach Benson would have been maybe a little bit higher on a lot of lists. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's five foot nine. I don't know. Ah, maybe there it is. That's probably what it was. Maybe it's because he worked in carnivals for his parents during the summers.
0: Oh, so he's a, a short carny.
1: Two yeah. strikes,
0: as far as NHL GMs are concerned. I mean, concerned.
1: honestly, he grows a mullet with ease, which to me is like erase all plus. strikes forever. So you oh, know that's, that's a plus. good. Um, and he's just a cool dude. Like I was like, yeah. what the hell's the problem here? Like, what did I like? What what allowed him to fall down the board? Um, which maybe it's because uh, Montreal took a defenseman, and then everybody's like, oh crap, there's no defenseman anymore. <laughs> Grab whoever's left. I don't understand. I don't understand how the draft works, but it's kind of a way,
0: weird, it was kind of a weird draft this year. It was. It got a it little was. jumbly. Yeah. I mean, you
1: guys got the, you guys got Michkov. So that's awesome. That's fun. Yeah.
0: I, mean, I don't know when you're going to yeah. see him,
1: but you know. Yeah.
0: That's the thing. I, I have a, a I mean, long standing, yeah. I have a long standing theory that the nation of Russia holds a grudge, like a death grudge against the Philadelphia Flyers for mm. beating them in hockey in the 1970s. And that's why they sent our goalie to Siberia. And I fear <laughs> that they will put Mitch into some kind of work camp as well. And then yes. we can never have him until I see him here. I will continue to be nervous about this that's, because.
1: I think that's pretty fair. I, I think that's if pretty If any fair. country
0: is going to hold a grudge about ice hockey for 40 years. It's Russia. let be It's serious. Russia or Canada, Russia.
1: honestly, but like Canada won't be, you know, Nasty about it, they'll just make you know sarcastic jokes for a long time. Yeah, and time.
0: then say sorry a bunch of times.
1: Yeah, then you know win a gold medal and then hold it over your head for the next right, game. <laughs> right. You know, the next <laughs> multiple generations. But, um, but yeah, so they drafted Benson, and then wouldn't you know Zach Benson makes the team out of camp. Now Matt Savoy injuring his shoulder during a prospects game may have helped Ooh. grease the skids for that to happen, but Benson made the team legit because he was he was great. He was great all camp um kind of stole kind of stole a job which was open up because jack quinn popped his achilles uh like the same weekend of the draft in nashville so it was like a big like holy crap moment weekend for for the sabers because you know quinn gets hurt it's like a week before free agency and they're like "Uh uh-oh what are we going to do about this um so it turned out i mean they were going to draft benson no matter what they weren't drafting benson because (laughs) because jack quinn popped his achilles that wasn't the reason but um But it did help lead to them keeping Victor Olofsson around as opposed to trading him, which I think all of us thought was going to happen in the summer. And then it didn't. And then he played like the first few games and then he's gotten healthy scratched again a couple of times since then. So we're just kind of like, oh, that's (laughs) awkward. Um, Because he's an offensive guy that's playing lower in the lineup and that can really go sideways pretty fast. Um, And I feel for the guy because he had 28 goals last year and the fans hated him. Just Mm. up and down back, back to front, hated them. They're like, get them off this team. We can't stand them. And I'm like, but goals. And they're like, but somebody else could score goals. And it's, it's like, you know what? Fair, fair. That's, that's fair. But, um, so I, you know, it, the other things Buffalo did this summer was they fixed their defense cuz boy it needed some help. Um mm-hmm. they signed Connor Clifton out of Boston to to give them somebody who throws nasty mean hits that get people really mad. Um and then they signed Eric Johnson out of Colorado to give them a defensive a defenseman who's like Kyle Oposo who's like universally respected and beloved and has a lot of instructive information for a very young group of guys on the defense because right. Three sixth of their starting defense is under the age of. I need to look up how old Matthias Samuelson is, but uh, it, it's everybody's really stinking young. Like, yeah. it's Matthias Samuelson's 23 and he's the old guy. Oh, wow, three like he's 23. Dahleen's what Doline's Dahleen's also 23, but he just turned 23 in April. Um, and then Owen Powers 20. Twenty, twenty-one, yeah, twenty-one, and yeah, it's it's crazy. They're still they're again the youngest team in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Again, somehow, well, I mean, Craig Anderson retiring kind of helped, you know, lower the grade a bit there. But <laughs> um, but it, it's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts how young this team is, and it just you know, fans fans are ready for playoffs. Like they missed the playoffs by two points. I mean, technically yeah. one because they would have tied with Florida, but they didn't have the tiebreaker. Well, well, whatever they need to make the playoffs this year is the problem. <laughs> and they've put all their eggs in the basket of Devin Levi. Who's again, a super talent, high prospect, but he's 22.
0: Mm.
1: And he played seven of the eight final games of the season last year and got him to the brink of the playoffs. Like, because he, he hurt, he, he is, but he's back. Okay. He'll probably back up. He'll almost certainly back up on Wednesday. Okay. He might start for them on Friday against Philly, seeing gotcha. how we've got a fun playoff-like schedule here. But yeah. um, but he played the first four games of the season and was like, eh. He was, eh, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Still made some bananas crazy saves, but was like, you know, there's still a couple of games where you're just like, oh, he's a rookie. Right. I get it. You know, you guys understand how that is. Carter Hart just was doing that stuff the last few years. And yeah, goalies are a it.
0: goalies are a real crapshoot.
1: Yeah. You never so, really know what you're going to get. It's true. But this team, it, the, the, the management and the coaching, they love Devin and he's, he's like a different, he, I mean, all goalies are kind of different birds anyways, but he's uh he's a very heady guy, very studious, very everything like just, you know, He's got a lot of a lot of big name guys in his corner that think he's going to be very very good, very big time player. Luongo, Brodeur, all these guys. Oh. Love him. So no pressure. Okay. Maybe that's the Quebec goalie fraternity st- sticking up for their for one of their own too. But um, I mean, you know, Luongo was basically the guy that got Florida to draft him years ago, and yeah, Marty Brodeur was t- talked about him and said like he might be a chance again. Guys saying things. Brodeur's like, well, he might have a chance to be better than me, which I'm like, Marty.
0: Oh, can we talk about out. how it's not even hard? Because you saw 15 shots tonight. Fucking <laughs> overrated dickhead. I hate Marty Brodeur. <laughs> I'm, I'm on record. Everyone knows.
1: I mean, listen, I, I, I didn't write the blog, but the Brodeur is a fraud blog was one of my favorite reads always. Because, I mean, I, Cause not even, I'm not a Buffalo. I was never a Buffalo fan. None of that. But, like, I was a Hoshik guy. Mm. So people were just like, well, Marty's better than Dom. And I'm like...
0: Hilarious. Well,
1: head-checked,
0: please. A hilarious take.
1: Please. So... No yes. one was
0: better than Dominic Hasek in that era. Right. Nobody.
1: Right. It's like watching him and, like, thinking that somebody was better was like, you stared into the sun too long and you're brain-friving. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> you watched somebody be the best ever and you're like, ah, there's not a chance that guy was the best, right? And it's like, yeah. well... Yeah. Was so good luck to you, but, um, but yeah, I mean it. It was a, I mean the the moves Buffalo made the offseason were kind of basic, kind of necessary, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it's you know the the stakes are kind of high this year. I think fan, fans are going to be really upset if they don't make the postseason. But have you looked at how horribly nasty the East is? Like it's it's a it's, it's a sixteen part yeah. game of Rochambeau everybody just trying to punch each other in the nuts. Like that's exactly what this is.
0: The yeah, your division specifically.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not is, great.
0: Is a rough one it's, for trying to make the playoffs.
1: Absolutely wicked. And that's with Montreal playing above their heads right now. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's 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 goofy.
0: So high expectations going into the season, obviously. And right now, nine games in, the Sabres are four and five, which is almost exactly where the Flyers are, which is four, four and one. Mm-hmm. Um, are people, is there like a, an air of disappointment in Buffalo or are people able to understand that we're not even 10 games in and we can chill a little bit and it'll, it might sort itself
1: out? Depends on the people you talk to. The people yeah. who are who identify more as Sabres fans than Buffalo sports fans, mm-hmm. they kind of get it. They're frustrated because there's been some, you know, up and down play. So I, you know, I, I get that. Um, but anybody who's like kind of splitting their attention between the Bills and the Sabres, or if somebody is a Sabres fan elsewhere and a football fan of a different team, which I don't know how much that honestly happens with buffalo sports teams i'm you know, the wrong person to talk to about these kinds of things which is weird but um there's a people have football brain about wins yes
0: yes here and too
1: i'm glad to hear that
0: we call it honestly. eagle's brain it's
1: it, it, it's gotten labeled bill's brain by by a couple of folks around i think matthew fairburns uh kind of coined that term but um around here but it's it's a football brain thing where like every win and loss yes. is 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 the beginning or end of life, uh-huh. and every result is dictates how you feel for the rest of the day. Uh-huh. I mean, a football it's like the rest of the week, so that's 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 a lot. But <laughs> um, but with hockey, it's like every win is like ah, all right, we're back, yeah, yeah, playoffs, baby, print the tickets, let's go. Every loss is like tank get to the bottom we uh, uh, why do we even try with this group they stay i'm like yo chill (laughs) out (laughs) like i I think you know they lose six to one opening night to the rangers and the rangers come out playing like you know the the 1997 you know devil's trap style Hmm. nonsense which is really funny because peter laviolette railed against that years ago and guy boucher ran it against them the whole stall thing i think we all remember that shit um but he pulled that out and he was like, well, you know, uh, you know, that's not the kind of hockey we're going to play. Then he comes on plays with the Rangers and I'm like, that's funny. Life's funny. Sometimes <laughs> things happen. But um, but like, you know, they lose that game and everybody's like, oh, my God, it begins. And I'm like, what begins? The season began. Like, it's a game. You're right. Everybody like they played a dumb style of hockey like. That the Sabres never played well against last year. And they're like, well, they should know it. I'm like, it's the first game of the season. <laughs> Chill out, everybody, please. And yeah. So it there's frustration, but man, I and people hate hearing from the advanced stat people. Like just anybody who wants to be mad never wants to hear from anybody never. who's like "It's like, well, you know, they expect the goals, and everybody's like, shut up, nerd. And you're getting wedgies and swirlies. <laughs> Life sucks, but like all of those numbers have been pointing towards have have been like close to what they were last year, and that 's good because that means the offense is doing their job they 're doing their things, and you know what their defense is playing better this year, their pK yeah. is really good so far, like maybe things will change it 'll you know go back to come back to earth a little bit, but their pK was horrible last year, like they gave up a penalty, it was like, well, here comes a goal. And you were probably right most of the time because it was just they didn't know how to track anything. They were too pa- too passive, just everything. They're not that way now. They they stunt everybody. Colorado went zero for six on the power play against them. Colorado, wow. the Avs, that score a thousand goals a game.
0: They got some guys
1: for one goal against the Sabers. Like I don't know, I take that as a pretty damn good sign, honestly. Good. But um, but it's. It, you know, if the wins aren't there, then people don't care. Which nope. I yep. hate that that rhymes, but it's it's true. And, it on a
0: shirt, it's really. <laughs> oh god, I, I
1: can't. So, somebody will the, the the AI of the of online will have heard that line and been like, boom, shirt instantly. Like mm-hmm. just terrible. But it's
0: already an advertisement in your Twitter feed.
1: It's yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now, and there it is. Damn, <laughs> <it's> media. <laughs> anyway, but it's. You know, if the wins are coming, people are just kind of like, all right, whatever. Let me know when Bill's, you know, talk to me when the Bill's season's over. We'll, we'll reconvene, which I get it. I understand. But like, I keep seeing how the bills are pissing everybody off, too. So I'm like, if you want to get more pissed off, come on over here. Or watch hockey for the beginning <laughs> of the season when nothing's figured out and nobody knows how to play yet. So, um, but yeah, like things are getting in order. There are some things they're trying to figure out yet, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Casey Middlestat's playing awesome. Uh, Jeff Skinner's been awesome. Tage Thompson has, you know, the shots have been coming like crazy. Just the puck hasn't gone in yet. They're starting to go in again. He's playing, Tage is playing incredibly defensively. Hmm. Like that should be everybody's nightmare. A six foot six goal scoring monster learns how to play defense too. Like that everybody should be like, no, you're supposed to be bad on defense. You got to have a weakness here, pal. That's supposed to be it. You can't be coming out here shutting us down, too. Like, that's that's bogus. But um, but things are coming around, and, you know, there are different things. Everybody's got a different thing that trips them up. But yeah. um, but for right now, like, if you told me, like, this team is going to be 500 the first 10 games of the season, I'd be like, eh, yeah, it's probably about right. Not bad. It's kind of where they're supposed to be. They're not. This isn't supposed to be a hundred and ten point team. Yeah, they're not. Like that's just not what they're supposed to be yet. But you know, everybody sees standings and they go, "Oh my god, last in the division. Oh my god, last in the east. Oh my god, last in the league. What's going on?" <laughs> it's like, eight games it's in, nine games. Seven, yeah, right. Exactly. Seven more games to go, guys. Chill. Just out.
0: What would you say has been the biggest surprise so far this season? Could be good or bad. Either way.
1: Um. Hmm. I think biggest surprise. I don't, I, you know.
0: Or I mean, are there I'm, no surprises? Like, is everyone performing as expected? That could also be an answer.
1: No, I, I think if there's a surprise, it's that they're that they're getting they're getting goals, but it. it I I think the expectation that you know Skinner Thompson and Tuck were going to be, you know, that's like the be all end all line always. Uh, mm-hmm. but if you told me they're going to do all this with these guys not together I'd be like oh huh, well that's it. well where's it coming from then um and then you start telling me that like middle stat is like kind of leading the way and he's been awesome and I'm like well that's a cool development I like that or if Jeff Skinner you know Jeff Skinner's scoring you know scoring a ton of goals I'd be like that's cool I like that you know like Darlene's got like an eight game point streak what do you think of that and I think that's Right. Spot on. Actually, I kind of, kind of expect him to do things like that. But, um, but it's funny to have like those three guys, like still kind of at the top of the team and scoring, but they're not doing it together. They're doing it kind of all over the lineup and everybody's doing different things. And um, I, I think that's, that's, that's kind of where my surprise would come into play there okay. is that you're just not having like those guys all together doing their thing. And then you got your other lines and, you know, honestly, this is where Quinn's injury kind of throws that out of whack because I think if, you know if Quinn was healthy, you'd be going okay. Well, Paturka, Quinn's cousin. There's your second line. Ta- you know, Skinner, Thompson, Tuck. There's your first line. Third line is uh, middle stat, Greenway and somebody. I don't know, Olson, Benson, like whatever, whatever it works out to be. Like you, because you just think everything would carry over from last season into this one because it yeah. worked out pretty well. But um, but they're kind of messing around with things and different guys are kind of taken charge you know on a night to night basis like kind of being the lead star but honestly if the if I'm going to pick one surprise it's that middle stats just been dynamite every game he's there he's probably been their most consistent forward uh scoring wise and that's that's a that's a hell of a development because <laughs> cuz they cuz they made their they made their uh they staked their claim on thompson and cousins being their one and two centers and now middle stats kind of like hey man what about me i got a new contract to negotiate this summer let's have a let's have a discussion but um but i don't know like that's i yeah i got i think casey i think casey being as good as he's been is is a is a it's a very happy surprise because the way he ended last year was incredible i mean he had Geez, what was it? It was something like 17 points the last 15 games or so or so. Something nutty like that. 19 the last 17. It was crazy. He was wow. he was just dynamite. Um, but you're thinking like, okay, well, that stuff doesn't usually carry over. Then, well, here he is. <laughs> here he is playing great again. And you're like, okay, all right, maybe if this is what he is now, then yeah. that's that's a great development because he's a lot, he's a guy a lot of fans punted on after kind of struggle in the first few seasons, but you know, the last couple of years he had uh, two years ago, I think he had like injury stuff that took him a while to get over. And, you know, he got over it last season and by the time he, by the time he was good and ready to go, man, he took off. He was really good. And now here he is again. So, so yeah, got to put I got to put the star on Casey for that one. That's he's, he's okay. the big surprise.
0: Uh What would you say is the weakest part of the Sabres game?
1: Hmm. I think the weakest part is just, I think the consistency. I think, yeah, it's too Mm. easy to pick on special teams. Yeah. Like, ah, well, the power play thing, cool. We're eight games in. Yeah. You're either really good at it or you're really bad at it. And then everybody comes to meet in the middle at some point.
0: Yeah, right. Um, Exactly.
1: The power play is not very good right now. But like, listen, you don't have all those guys on a power play and then not be, you're you're not going to be bad all season. It just ain't going to happen so it'll bounce back um i i think it's just the it's just the 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 kind of general con- consistency from everybody because um and you know maybe part of that is with the you know with some of the line juggling line shuffling but mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i i i i think you would like to have more than one line kind of really clicking decently well i'm not saying like running everybody over just you know crushing it but that's, I mean, that's the dream, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to have everybody, you know, to ha- just to, just to have more than one line where you're like, okay, this line's not kind of struggling. All right. Well, th- these other guys are going to go get them. It's, it's kind of a night to night thing where you're not totally sure which one's going to step up, you know, mm. like the Colorado game was, was a, was a complete game, great effort by everybody, but they had one line that was rolling everybody that game, the other three lines kind of had a tough go of it. Um, some of them got chances, but they were giving up a lot of shots against and or shot attempts against whatever, but, um, but they were able to lean on that one line. That one line was so good all game. That it was like, every time they're out there, it was like bucks down the other end of the ice and they're generating chances and getting goals. So, um, so yeah, I, I, it's something I know they're working on. They're trying to get these things figured out, but yeah, it's the, the, the game, the game consistency with some of these guys is, is. Still a little bit of a work in progress.
0: Any random guys on this team that we might not be paying attention to that we should know? So, I mean, it's only nine games and it's hard to say. I'm looking (laughs) at the roster and like, there's not a lot of unknown names at this (laughs) point on this team. Like the Sabres are weird because I feel like they should, I feel like they should be good already. Yeah, like it, it's it's interesting to me that they're not yet like a solid playoff team because I I definitely thought last year I was actually kind of rooting for them to make it last year, mm-hmm. um so I would be surprised if they didn't this year because just looking on paper at the roster like this should be I mean if they were like a Western Conference team they would be in the playoffs like no doubt <laughs> like a, a lock for sure but the right. stupid the stupid Eastern Conference is holding both of our up and coming very good and exciting hockey teams back, which is quite rude. Um but yeah, I mean I, I don't who's Biro? I don't know that guy. Who's Brandon Biro?
1: Well Brandon Brandon Biro. Biro. Guess, God yeah, damn it. I know. I know. 5050 shot. It was, <laughs> listen, I that listen, it, I have to fight my inclinations every time to say byro because I've been in my head I'm like, oh Biro. You no. Know, <laughs> not not what it is so i just to say hey brandon what's up man like that's i just stick to that i just yeah i'm calling anybody by their last name in the locker room smart anyways, but, um was literally just called up uh zach benson's out week to week with a lower body issue so okay um if you can have a convenient injury it's when it's a guy is 18 years old has to go back to junior if he's not hanging around anymore. And oh, what's that? He has seven games played, six games played. Oh well, that's that's interesting. Boy, if he's out week to week, boy, that's we get to still keep him around right, and right. do stuff and not have to send him back to junior hockey. Wow, that's rats. That's a <laughs> that's a tough one. Ah, well, it stinks for Wenatchee or wherever the hell that is. So, <laughs> like we don't have to send him into the woods of Washington to, you know, have him hang out in Buffalo with a NHL team all year. Like, ah, rats. But um, but yeah, so he, he went on IR, uh, he went on IR today to uh, Tuesday. Uh, so they called up Brandon Byro. Byro was supposed to be called up multiple times last season, but was the most snake bit player, I think in the history of the AHL, because every time it was like, oh, Hey, it's Byro's time to come up. Oh, injury. Hmm. Cool. He's played one game, one NHL game in his career was back like in the 21, season. So, um, we'll see what he's got uh he looked really good in training camp um got a bit of a sneaky shot i i want to see what he's going to do and he's going to be listen he's going to be playing with jordan greenway and tage thompson so like there's that's a pretty good group to be playing you know playing playing your first nhl game in a couple years with so um but he's he's a damn good player he was really good with rochester last year um had to miss the entirety of the ahl playoffs which Rochester made it to the conference finals, lost to Hershey, which yeah. You know, that 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 that's that's a that, that's a bit of a sore spot for a lot of the guys that played on that team because they that's a team that could have been could have been in the finals pretty easy, but mm. things happen, injuries happen, whatever, but uh really interested to see how O'Byrne plays in uh, while he's up here because I he, he's it's worth getting a look at him because I there was a little bit of nervousness when they put him on waivers and training camp because mm. really good in the AHL like you can steal a player and put him on your roster like half the teams in the west probably could have snagged him and he would have been playing in their middle six so right. i know and you know it's just the way things go but um but yeah that's a, he's a good pick for random i was going to say jordan greenway just because okay. I, I don't know if that trade really grabbed a lot of attention last year with minnesota
0: I oh. think it, it did in Philly because I think we were nervous that the Flyers were going to get him, mm. and we did not want him for some reason. Okay, is he the large? He's large, right? He's, He's a large big. one. He's yeah, six
1: five. Yeah, okay. Six five forward. Um, was it was was in Minnesota and was apparently playing hurt most of the last season. Ah, which explained a lot. I was going to
0: say that would explain some things, then, huh?
1: Sure did, and explained a lot about uh, why something didn't look right when he showed up here, Uh, and then later on in the season looked a little bit better, where it was like, oh, okay, there's some skill there. Okay, Oh, wow, that's a great pass. That's cool. Um, He's healthy. He had a shoulder injury last year, which Mm. for a big player really sucks. Like, that's not a fun time. A big guy who's supposed to play physical, a guy who hits people, like, will fight very random now and again although after a shoulder injury i don't know how excited he would be to do that again but uh i don't know why anybody would be excited to fight in the first place but that's a me thing that's not a that's not a hockey thing but um but he uh but he looks great he's been an awesome he's been a great penalty killer great forechecker the whole thing doing a lot of like the little things that you know don't get you on the on the score sheet but been a good player and he's playing with Thompson and those two guys <laughs> When they're not playing together at five on five, uh, they're one of the top PK units, which imagine two guys, six, five, six, six <laughs> at the top of the PK unit as you're trying to handle the puck up top and oh look for boy. Guys. have fun and they're coming after you. They're not just sitting back in like a box and waiting for you to pass around them. They're just like, hey, give me that. Give me, give me, give me, <laughs> give me. And yeah, good luck.
0: Oh boy. That sounds fun.
1: Yeah, it, it hasn't been. Fun. Opposing teams have not had a good time on the power play against Buffalo. It's not. It's not even just because it, they're not scoring shorthanded goals. They're not, but they're making it impossible for teams to get set up on the power play. So it's, uh, it, it, yeah. But yeah, Brandon Byro, he's gonna play. You're gonna see him. You're gonna see him all Wednesday, right. and all goes well. I'll be in there Friday as well. So um, yeah, I, excited. I, I'm excited to see him. I can't imagine you guys care or care less about him, though. I. I mean, he I went might. to Penn State. Some of you might care. Oh, God. Penn State. Oh, you know, There is that factor, yes.
0: I can't just- say too much because then people <laughs> will get mad at me because, you know, half of the Philadelphia Metroplex went to Penn State <laughs> and you can't say anything bad about them. Like, you know, why did you peak in college? Why do you keep watching the football games? Why don't you calm down a little bit? Those aren't <laughs> things that I would say, obviously. But I'm right. saying, like, you could say them, theoretically.
1: I mean – Right, you right, you you. I mean, you know what? I'm going to let you handle that one. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. I just going to step away it. from it, not touch the Penn State things. Cause, I've been you know, very well,
0: incendiary on this podcast, and unnecessarily so. I don't know why I felt the need. I mean, I a, I'm having a week.
1: There's also the uh, the whole thing that the owner of the Sabers is a Penn State guy too. So, you know, no, is <laughs> he? There's that too. So, like you know, let's uh. I'll you know be nice but no he was a, he was a very good player in college so okay. uh, So we'll see but um but yeah I mean he had 50 51 points in 49 games for Rochester last season not That's a bad player. not pretty a bad player.
0: All right so now I'm going to force you to do a ridiculous thing which is predict the final score for not just one but mm. two NHL hockey games How do you think we're going to go in these two
1: I uh I'm going to say I'm going to say 4 to 2 4 to 2 on Wednesday. Okay. Four and 4 to I, 2
0: Sabers I'm assuming. You mean
1: 4 to 2 Philly oh. Wednesday. 4 okay. to 2 Buffalo Friday.
0: 4 to 2 both times.
1: Yeah. I mean if I'm going to do if if I have to do something ridiculous I'm going to fight back with something equally ridiculous like the teams putting up the same score but opposite against each other.
0: I kind of like that. That's fun.
1: Actually let, let me switch it. 4 to 2 Buffalo Wednesday, 4 to 2 Philly Friday because Buff the Sabers for whatever reason don't always play great at home, but hmm. they play great on the road. So Interesting. Uh, And mind you, I'm doing this in the face of knowing that the Sabres gave up seven goals to the Flyers twice last season.
0: They did do that, didn't they?
1: And like made them look very bad both times. So I'm hoping that the experience the Sabres had dealing with the Rangers playing a 1-3-1 and then the Islanders, whatever Stone Age brand (laughs) of hockey they play, has geared them up to play against a more defensively minded team.
0: Now, Listen. The Flyers.
1: I, I'm not have. calling you guys Stone Age. I'm calling the other two teams Stone
0: Some Age. Some players that can score.
1: Torts. Goals. I will never say a bad thing about Torts, even though there's lots of opportunities for many people to do that. Um, but I, I, like John and I respect him immensely. But like, I don't really like his brand of hockey right now. But you
0: know, seems like a nice. That's man. a me thing. Yeah, he's a less of a hockey caveman than I expected. I'll give him that, yes, I expected way worse,
1: so I mean he, he loves dogs, so he lo-
0: how can you be bad? You can't be a bad person and right. rescue puppy dogs. It's impossible. I'm gonna make a stupid prediction as well. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the flyers win three to one at home, so three mm-hmm. to one Wednesday, that's the home game, right? Yeah, yes, and then. They lose five to two in Buffalo. Ooh, okay, That's where I'm going with it. Okay, because it's possible we're going to see your the Wonderkind goalie on set, on Friday, right?
1: It is possible, yes. Okay, and I don't think it matters who starts for Philly because I think they both made Buffalo look stupid last. I think both Carter Hart and and Arison played against them last year.
0: I got to tell you though, Arison might have
1: gotten a shutout too. I'm not sure.
0: Erson had a big stinky poop of a game against <laughs> Anaheim the other day. So, <laughs> well,
1: I mean, listen. I'm guessing
0: you'll get him one of these games. I'm guessing.
1: I would think so. Yeah. I, I'm checking my own memory here, by the way, to see if that shutout was against Buffalo, and it was. Mm and yeah because it was yeah what was the final oh, it was four nothing that's right
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it was it was four. Uh, <laughs> listen to your goal scorers that game uh zach mcewen joel fairby noah Cates, and wade allison we were we were goal scorers
0: oh three, first
1: three of them in the first period so that game was long over
0: rip d to two of those guys that are no longer with us
1: yeah yeah yeah, I remember the second McEwen scored, we're like, "Oh boy, it's not gonna be." <laughs> a so, game. As soon as
0: you let a guy like Zach McEwen score, you know it's gonna be a whole ass game for you and your I'm team. Because
1: like, the whole thing is like, <laughs> did he punch it in? Like literally, did he, <laughs> did he did he fight the puck into the net? No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Travis connecting had two assists. I'm looking up the box score now, so I'm just like, yeah, yeah how, how bad was that for them? And Craig Anderson still had to face 38 shots. Somehow mm. that Flyers team put up almost 40 shots against the Sabres. So, yeah.
0: That's wild. I can't imagine that's going to happen again.
1: I mean, I'd like to think that it won't. But I'm, you know, I, I don't know. Like, listen, every game against Philly last year was like, it can't be like the previous game, right? And then it was, <laughs> and it was worse. And I was like, uh, yeah, right? Okay. Cool. Like, I'm just looking at the guys who like, Kevin Hayes had five shots. Well, maybe. So long. Well, yeah. Thoughts. won't have to worry about. Tony D uh, that's three, three, two out of three guys who aren't there anymore. Just
0: say you're safe.
1: Having a day. So, but Risto, they
0: can't hurt you anymore.
1: Okay. There's my, what's going on with Risto. What's happening with my guy?
0: Um, don't know. Like we thought he was going to be coming back in like the third or fourth game. And then just out of nowhere, we heard he suffered a setback was the only thing they said. Um, no idea at this point what is happening with him. It all feels very uh, Cam Atkinson from last season. Uh-oh. Which, not great. No? No. Like, honestly, I know we, you and I specifically, have joked a lot about Rasmus Ristolainen and, and his crappy hockey skills. But he was honestly, last year,
1: He was very good last Better.
0: Year he he got way better Mm -hmm. and so i was kind of looking forward a little bit to seeing if that was going to continue um but yeah i I don't know i don't know what's happening with him
1: i think i think i think i remember one of the first things i either said to you or somebody else in philly i I remember saying like if anybody can get him turned around get his career turned around it is Torts because i watched him do it with two other guys at least two other guys in his career yeah i said if you can't if Torts can't get him fixed up, forget it. Like it just ain't gonna happen. And like you know, listen, I know Chuck had a very bizarre love for him, where it was just like, give him, give him whatever he wants. Just do yeah. whatever contract he wants. Big
0: boy, him. smash. Yeah, give right. him money.
1: <laughs> Big boy smash, hit people. Physical, <laughs> lifts track truck tires in off season, must have. Yes. Um but uh but I knew I knew darn well that like if torts wasn't able to get him straightened out, it was going to be a it was going to be a hard a hard road for him there Mm -hmm. but uh but you know everybody was making jokes early i get it but i was like i was like come on man i know i know you're better than this like i know i said it the whole time he was in buffalo and just kept getting it thrown in my face but (laughs) um but it was nice to see that like he was able to 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 be pretty pretty solid last year on yeah I'm mind you on a bad team, but like he was still pretty good, and yes. I was happy to see that. So I was was hoping that, hoping that can continue with him there.
0: Me too. There's nothing I enjoy more than being dead ass wrong about players that I dislike. <laughs>
1: yeah, like people right. always
0: like try to dunk, and I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. It's good for me if Rasmus Ristolainen is better than I think he is. Right. I like the hockey team, so I want them to <laughs> succeed. Therefore. If I'm wrong about a player sucking, I enjoy this Mm -hmm. for myself. It's good.
1: Exactly. It's it's the best situation you could you could want. You know, because if he lives up to everything that you're saying, it's like cool. I'm right. My team really sucks now. Yeah, that's the
0: thing. Like that's not like that. That the me being right result is actually the one that's bad right i don't
1: i don't cool i'm a genius but also oh no
0: who cares like no one cares about those things i want the hockey team to win games this is this is the thing that i want um why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet
1: well you can uh you can find me at notedhockey.com if you uh if you're at all interested in the sabers and what goes on with them uh i try to write a lot of uh columns and features and stuff there i don't try to do nuts and bolts coverage because that's just you know you can get that for free online elsewhere Mm -hmm. so um but you know other stuff you find me at notedhockey.com. it's five bucks a month i'm i'm a cheap skank on the internet so it's fine um uh, you can find other nhl writing which i occasionally will write about the flyers on bleacher report uh over there with uh with our host of of other friends of the internet there um find me on socials you can find me on the 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 really dumb social media site uh my name at joe yden j o e y e r d o n uh or on blue sky if you're there and please god help me if they ever open it up wide because i'll never go to the other place but uh you can find me on blue sky as well at joe b sky social if they could figure out how to make that not stupid that they would
0: gotta be- they gotta do away with that
1: it's just so bad they're like it's like mastodon i'm like yeah that caught on too didn't it
0: i don't even i don't know what any of that means i i need simple right Uh, like just copy 2011 twitter exactly just do that that's all that's all we need from you Mm -hmm. boom solve the problem
1: but yet people want to rethink how to build the wheel and i'm like no idiots no, the just are good. make that that was the good thing yeah. just they're like no but i have a better idea i'm like i no, you bet don't. your idea stinks
0: you don't have no one's ever had a better idea
1: right
0: in <laughs> history <laughs> now no when it comes to wheels the wheels work just fine
1: <laughs> exactly like, it's better than sliced bread i'm like <laughs> nothing better than that nothing better than nothing
0: that. Come on. you gotta slice the bread on your own Gross. On. yeah <laughs> all right Joe. thank you very much for doing this i appreciate it as always you are the best
1: Thank you, Kelly. It was fun to be here.
0: All right. Everyone enjoy these two hockey games. I enjoy that I only have to do one pregame for two games. I love not working. All right, Joe. I hope you enjoy the game. Everyone listening, enjoy the game. Go Flyers. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.